Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. It has been, I don't know, two weeks-ish since I last recorded. Uh, I, uh, I went on a work trip to Europe, and boy are my arms tired. That was a weird voice. Uh, it is 7.13 a.m. on, ooh, it's, uh, it's Juneteenth. Uh, yes, I do have to work on Juneteenth. Um, I'm in my work office. It's before my work day. I'm recording an episode. Um, I hope that uh, I hope that a lot of you actually get off of work for Juneteenth uh, someday, if not this year. Well, you won't be this next year. 2024 is when it's all time is all messed up. Anyway, uh, Juneteenth. It is a good holiday to celebrate, and we are seeing a lot more of that. We're seeing it on calendars now, printed calendars say Juneteenth, which they did not before that. Uh, yeah, so I'm back from a work trip. I am really tired right now because I got to bed late last night, later than I wanted to, and I just want to go back to bed. Going back to bed is the best. But nope, I gotta work. And I gotta record an episode. I gotta talk about some words in this dictionary, and you must listen to these words. The first word in this episode is the second form of easterly, and the plural would be easterlies, L-I-E-S. This is a noun from 1901, and it is a wind from the east. A wind from the east. Uh, we, We talked a lot about these east things in the previous episode. I don't remember any of them. Um, so a wind from the east, coming from the east, is an easterly. And my sound effect, I don't, should, do I do a similar sound? Do we make a sound that goes from the east? Oh, no, I don't think I want to do that. I want to just do, (sighs) just a, just a breath out. Next is Easter Monday. Two words with capital is, capital, capital letters. Noun from the 14th century. This is the Monday after Easter, observed as a legal holiday in parts of the Commonwealth of Nations and in North Carolina. What are the Commonwealth of Nations? Which are those? The British, the British nations, uh, the the ones that they that they conquered, that they took over, the, the all the Commonwealth places: Australia, New Zealand. Would, would India count? There's probably some other ones. Um, and then also North Carolina. Somehow North Carolina got in there. They celebrate Easter Monday. <sighs> Eastern with an N at the end. Adjective from before the 12th century. Number one is capitalized of, relating to, or characteristic of a region conventionally designed Oh, no. <laughs> Conventionally designated East, and that is East with a capital E. So these are the regions I think we talked about before, like China and India and Russia and Japan and all that whole area is considered Eastern because that's how we decided to lay out our maps. Number two is also capitalized to a of relating to or being the Christian churches originating in the church of the Eastern Roman Empire. 
that massive empire. Eastern. Eastern. Number 2B, still capitalized. This synonym is Eastern Orthodox, which is coming up in this episode. 3A. Line toward the east. So this is probably not talking about a human lying down on the floor, taking a nap, which sounds really great right about now. No, this is something else. Line toward the east. Something, I don't know, something, something just situated in that direction. 3B, coming from the east, as in an eastern wind, which might also be called an easterly. Easternmost is an adjective. You can't get any further east than the thing that is described as easternmost. The most eastern edge of the U.S. or something, a country has an easternmost border, although I think we've got to get rid of these borders. These borders are dumb. Uh, This is from Middle English, Estern, from Old English, Eastern, akin to the Old High German Ostroni, which means Eastern, and then also from Old English, Eost, E-A-S-T, with a line over the E, and that means East. So, shockingly, Eastern comes from the word East. (sighs) Eastern Bluebird. Noun from 1937, the E is often capitalized. This is a bluebird, chiefly of eastern North America, that has a reddish-brown throat and breast. The throat and the breast is reddish-brown, but it's it's a bluebird. It's a bluebird, so the rest of the bird is blue, but the throat and the breast are reddish-brown. And maybe we need to post a picture of this eastern bluebird on social media at DictionaryPod. Go to the Twitter and the Instagram, and then uh, I'll eventually put something up there. Uh, I'm I'm still on a bit of a break between the D's and the E's. I'm recording this during my break time, and I'm hoping that I can get all caught up on the, the D words that I need to post to social media. So hopefully by the time the E's are airing, I'm done with the D's and I can stay on track with the E's. How did I get so behind? I'm lazy? I don't know if if that's true. The species name of this bluebird is Cialia cialis. And that is spelled with an S. S-I-A-L-I-A. And then the next word is S-I-A-L-I-S. Cialia Cialis. <sighs> Easterner. With a capital E. Noun from 1840. A native or inhabitant of the East. Especially a native or resident of the eastern part of the U.S. Where, where does the eastern part end? What's what do we what do we call the East? Is it uh, you know I'm in the Midwest and so you know Indiana is still considered the Midwest. Ohio it's kind of like right on the border. You know is it is Ohio Midwest? Is Ohio East? I think it's still considered kind of the Midwest, but maybe like the eastern edge of it. But then you know Pennsylvania's pretty big. Uh, I'm not even counting the ones south of that area. Pennsylvania I think is still considered that's that's like the western edge of the east, you know, the border between Ohio and Pennsylvania. And then, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, 
uh, all those. I, I don't really know where they fit in. Are they considered the South? They might be considered the South, not East. And I'm not going to start listing all the other states on the East. There's a whole whole bunch of them, and they are, they're Easterners. Easterner people, Easterner states. <sighs> Eastern Hemisphere. Noun. From 1624, the first letters are often capitalized. This is the half, the half of the Earth, east of the Atlantic Ocean, including Europe, Asia, Australia, and Africa. So we got the lot, 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 latitude and longitude lines, and um, my keyboard's not working. I can't do a thing on the computer. But the I think it was the prime meridian, zero degrees uh, longitude. I think. It goes through goes through Africa. I think it's like just west of Europe and it goes through like the western portion of Africa. That's that's zero degrees. That's the designated midpoint of the eastern hemisphere and the western hemisphere. So everything to the right to the east of that line is is the eastern hemisphere. And where does it go? It goes all the way around to 180 degrees on the other side and where's where's that uh where do we where do we pick up the western hemisphere well i think it's in the pacific ocean i think it's on the other side oh watch oh you know what my watch might have given me some uh, helpful information and i didn't even realize it and i closed the, the page and now it's gone forever but anyway that's the eastern hemisphere all those countries and continents that were mentioned europe asia australia africa they're in the Eastern Hemisphere. There's probably not a lot of people listening to this podcast over there, but maybe a few. I know there's at least a few. Let's get some more people. <sighs> Eastern Orthodox, two words with capital first letters. Adjective from 1909. Of or consisting of the Eastern churches that form a loose federation according primacy of honor to the Patriarch of Constantinople and adhering to the decisions of the first the first seven ecumenical 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 councils and to the Byzantine Rite. Oh my god, why did my brain not be able to say so much of that? Eastern churches, loose federation. There's the Patriarch of Constantinople, not Istanbul. The decisions of the first seven ecumenical councils, I don't know what those are, and the Byzantine Rite. The end of the D's, uh, the Byzantine came up. With Sharon and I got a little confused on, I think, what Byzantine and Byzantium meant. Uh, so that's Eastern Orthodox. I know there's like Greek Eastern Orthodox churches and things, and maybe they celebrate Easter at a different time. It's something about all those things. <sighs> Eastern time, two words, noun from 1883, the E is often capitalized. This is the time of the fifth time zone west of Greenwich that includes the eastern U.S., and it says to see the time zone illustration. So, yeah, this is just what we call eastern time zone, east zone, Atlantic time. No, what do we say? Just eastern time? Um, when, when shows are airing, I remember this from when I was a kid and we get less of it now with streaming, but, you know, be like, 
Uh, it's airing at 9, 8 central. So it's like 9 o'clock. It's like New York Eastern time. That's kind of the main time that things air. And then they would say 8 central because, you know, central time, my time zone was an hour behind. And then that basically means, ah, well, you know, mountain time is one hour behind that. Pacific time is one hour behind that. So, you know, it's it would be 6 o'clock in like L.A. and Washington is when this show is airing. Uh, you you got to be real careful about your, your time zones when you get close to the border. Because, you know, when I go into India, Indiana, I, I've gone to Indiana a few times, and somehow they're in eastern time zone. But I think, like, Nashville is maybe central time. I, I don't know. It gets very odd, and I don't understand it. And it's a it's a huge, huge jump from one hour to the next. I think we need half-hour time zones. I think that would be better. I'm not sure if I'm entirely serious about that. Um, but it says it's the fifth time zone west of Greenwich. And Greenwich, this is this is in England. We got Greenwich mean time. This is like, it's, this is where time starts. But the weird thing is it's not, Greenwich mean time is not the... Uh, the beginning of the international dateline. It's not where the day starts. That's in like the Pacific Ocean, just a little bit east of New Zealand. So New Zealand is the first area uh, basically on the planet that starts a new day. I don't know. I don't know why we designed it this way, but it's all random. Uh, so it's the fifth time zone. So they're like five hours behind Greenwich Mean Time. And then my time is one hour behind that. And uh, that's just how time zones work. And we're going to talk a whole lot more about that when we get to the T's. And we talk about all of the time zones on planet Earth. (sighs) Eastern white pine. Three words. Noun from 1925. And it says to go see white pine. The 1A definition uh, which is, oh, that's that's in the W's. White pine, the 1A definition, is also called eastern white pine. <sighs> Eastertide, one word with a capital E, Eastertide. Noun from before the 12th century, this is the period from Easter to Ascension Day, to Whitsunday, or to Trinity Sunday. And I don't know if those last three things are all the same name, no, different names for the same thing, or depending on the country and the religion, is it Easter to Ascension Day, or Easter to Whit Sunday, or Easter to Trinity Sunday. Those are all different things and different religions and cultures call that time Eastertide, depending on which is the second day to designate the range of this time. Or again, maybe it's the same day, and they're just called different things in different religions. I don't know. Different versions of Christianity, I guess. Eastertide. Um, ah, it's from Easter, Easter, uh, plus the word tide, which means time. So it just means uh, Easter time. Easter time, the time, this is Easter time. It starts on Easter day, and it goes to another day, and that's the time of Easter. <sighs> East Germanic. Two words with the first letters capitalized. 
noun from circa 1901. This is a subdivision of the Germanic languages that includes Gothic. And then it says to see the Indo-European languages table. And I also will recommend again that you check out the podcast called The History of English Podcast, which I very much hope to get the host on this podcast. When we get to the word English. Uh, yeah, East Germanic, it's a whole it's a whole big thing. Whole big thing. Uh, Gothic. Gothic. What is what is the Gothic language? I don't know anything about the Gothic language. You have to dress up in black clothes to talk Gothic. <sighs> Next is East India Man. India Man? Indium in India Man. Well, that's one word, but the whole thing, East India Man, is two words with the first letters capitalized. Noun from 1709. And it's not a person. It is not an India man. It is a large sailing ship formerly used for trading runs to the East Indies. Go hop in your East India Man ship so you can trade some things in the East Indies. Now, the East Indies. Now, this is something I, I should know because wasn't like Columbus trying to go to the East Indies? Now, is that literally India, the area of India, which was to the east of the people who were trying to get to this place? Um, or is it something else, the East Indies? Do we need to put a link in the show notes for East Indies? I think so. Um I think that would probably be a useful thing for people to learn about. What what were the East Indies? What do we consider to be the East Indies? And then the boats, the boats that people were using to go in that area were called East India Men. What what's the plural of India Man? India Men or India Mans? If you have multiple of these ships, no, but no, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Uh, easting sounds like beasting it's easting so it's east with an ing noun from 1628 one easterly progress you're going in an easterly way you're making progress baby steps as in make as much easting as possible and that is a quote from kevin Patterson, make as much easting, easterly progress as possible. On foot, you're going to very slowly make some easting. What, what was Kevin talking about? Make as much easterly progress as possible. I don't know. Number two, difference in longitude to the east from the last preceding point of reckoning. And I, I have a feeling this is probably with boats and ships and sailing. You 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 reckoned. You were like, oh well, we're at this spot. I know we're at this spot because I know I know my degrees, my lot. I did it again. Longitudes and latitudes, and I look at the stars and I see, okay, this is where we are on the map. Can you imagine the process of making maps before they had maps before that before they traveled the world that that must have been such a crazy process of of mapping out the entire planet just from the i can't even imagine 
we're, we're talking about you reckon a point and then uh, you, you go to the east. And so the difference between the last point that you knew where you, where you were and the next point, you're making easterly progress. That is the easting because you're moving to the east. <sighs> east, northeast. So in the previous episode, we had east by north, east by south, and I was a bit confused by those, so hopefully I put in some information in the show notes to help describe that better. But this is east, northeast. Two words, there is a hyphen after the word east, the first one. This is a noun from 1613. A compass point that is two points north of due east. Two points. Now, if you don't know your compass points, how many points are there? Do different compass points have more than more points and some have less points? Uh, it does give us north and east, uh, like longitude and latitude points. And um, I don't know, why, why do they switch the letters? It says north 67 degrees. So that's about two-thirds of the way up from, uh, from the equator. And because due north is 90 degrees. And then it says 30 degrees or 30 minutes east. So it's, I see, okay, it's very specific, very specific. So, so east would be straight across zero, and north would be 90, and northeast would be probably just 45, right? It would say north 45, maybe zero east or something. But we're one tick more. We're pro- I think what this is is halfway maybe between north and northeast and it's called now see i see i would call that north northeast east northeast i would say would be halfway between northeast and east so it's closer to east but based on what the numbers are telling me i'm thinking it's higher up there i don't know this is a little confusing uh, that I didn't realize this was going to be so confusing. So east, northeast, two two points north of due east. And where are the points? Are they? How often do you get points on a compass? I don't know. But similarly, we have oh, east southeast noun from fifteen fifty five. Why is there such a huge difference between east northeast and east southeast? How many years is this? 45, 55, uh, 58, 58 years difference? How is that even possible? That seems odd. Anyway, it is a compass point that is two points south of due east, and that's south 67 degrees, and then it says 30, and then there's apostrophe, which I think means like 30 minutes or something. It's another sub-definition of degrees, and then it says the letter E, which is east. Okay, and maybe we need to show a a picture of a compass on social media so you can see where these are exactly. (sighs) Okay, one more word, two forms. It's the word eastward. E-A-S-T-W-A-R-D. First form, adverb or adjective from before the 12th century, and it just means toward the east. Anything going in that direction is eastward. Eastwards 
is an adverb. <sighs> and the last one, the second form of eastward. Noun from 1582. It just says eastward direction or part. Eastward direction or part. As in sail to the eastward. I'm going to go sailing to the eastward into the sunrise. It's a little bit weird to sail to the sunrise. No, it's like you want to, you want to sail to the sunset. That would be westward. Okay, I think now it is time to reread the words. So, Spencer can pick a word of the episode. We had Easterly, Easter Monday, Eastern, Eastern Bluebird, Easterner, so many S sounds, I am sorry. E, I think we said Easterner, Eastern Hemisphere, Eastern Orthodox, Eastern Time, Eastern White Pie, Easter Tide, East Germanic, East India Man, Easting, East Northeast, East Southeast, Eastward, and Eastward. Well, a whole bunch of these don't have any strong feelings. Uh, let's see. Easting is making Easter pro- easterly progress. You're going eastward. Um, Eastern, let's see. Let's see. Easterner. Those are some fun people, the Easterners, the people who live in the eastern part of the U.S. I don't know about the people who live in the eastern part of other countries. Uh, Eastern time, it's another time zone. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it matters which one of these I pick. So I am going to pick eastward. Let's go eastward. Let's go eastward. Walk out of your house in the morning and turn right, maybe, and go eastward. You're making easty. Where's the easting? Easting is your progress. You're making some Easteens when you're walking eastward. That's the end of the song. Uh, okay, that is the end of the dictionary part of this show. Uh, we, we got through some real good words. It was such a good time. And uh, I, I, I would like to get back into the habit of talking about movies that I saw. And I don't, because it's been so long, I don't remember where I left off. But I'm going to figure it out. Um... I may have mentioned The Starling Girl. Uh, that's a good one to watch. If I didn't mention it, I'm sorry, but it's 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 a good watch. Uh, and then After Sun, I think that's probably where I left off. Um, it, it took me a little bit to kind of realize what, what this movie was, what it, what it was exactly, but um, once I sort of realized it, I was like, ooh, yeah, that's good, and I, I think it deserves a, a second watch. And it's, um, I, because it's, it's, I have a, I have personal connections to it in the sense that like I was sort of in between the age of a, the dad and the daughter at that time period in the 90s and he's got this old camera and I had a camera similar to that and so it's like I just felt really connected to them in that way and uh, yeah it's a good I mean I I'm not I'm not from that part of the world uh, but yeah it's uh, it's good it's good I'm trying to think of what else to say. Uh, it's just sort of it's sort of um, a meditative movie. It's it's different and unique, and I liked it. And it bounces between the the visual styles a bit, and yeah, highly highly worth it. Good watch after sun. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Please go tell other people about this show if you are enjoying it. 
And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.